What's up, my scuttlebuds? This week, we examine some of the behaviors and decisions we all make that could be considered vain. Is that always a bad thing? Is it a good thing? Maybe it's just self-respect. I mean, if you're healing from your third rhinoplasty, you're probably vain. If your phone has more than 500 selfies, you might just need to make some friends. Attention to hair and makeup? Well, that might just be someone trying to keep up with societal norms. Let's break that down. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by Larkin's Liquors. Get 20% off any six bottles of wine. And by Perez Martial Arts, dedicated to changing the lives of people one person at a time. Small Town Scuttlebots. Well, hey there, guys. What's going on? I feel like this is going to be a really cool show. Uh, there I am at a flat-footed start once again. <laughs> yep. Hey, it's going to be a fun show because I yeah. said so. Really setting the bar high, Rick. And you know something? <laughs> it's really up to the audience to decide if it's really a fun show. Like, don't right. don't be like, "Hey, I'm a comedian, and this is this next joke's really funny." Rick, shut up. Just get into the show. Across the table from me is Mike Page. Liz usually sits to my right, but she's. To my left. I just want to give that visual. I want people to know, right? And you, Scuttlebuds, you're just out and about doing your thing. I see you mowing your lawn because we finally got some rain and, and your grass is growing again. Mike, who yeah. do you see? Well, there? now that we're into fall, I don't see somebody mowing their lawn. I see um, somebody folding laundry. I see someone prepping dinner. Okay. Mm. These are all great activities that you can do while listening to Small Town Scuttlebutt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today's show is about vanity. I think everyone has some degree of vanity, and I think mm-hmm. it's one of those things where uh, a little bit of it is healthy, right? Like an ego, a little bit mm-hmm. is healthy, Agreed. right? To show sure. some confidence. But when you are self-absorbed and all you do is obsess about how you look and how you present yourself to other people, maybe that's a little too much, right? So... I want to open up vanity by declaring that uh, I am a big uh, hypocrite. I am sometimes very vain and then sometimes very not vain. And I'll use an example right now of when I'm not vain. Yesterday, I had, Mike, don't get mad, but uh, Liz and I went on a date and you were invited. But that's because you're over an hour away. Yeah, I was going to say, it's <laughs> trust me, I'm fine. I'm fine not having been there for that one. So um, we went out for coffee. And uh, before I left, I said goodbye to my wife and she looked me up and down and said uh what's going on here and i said i just told you i'm going out for coffee she said no the outfit i'm like oh this well it's laundry day i was gonna say were you wildly overdressed or way underdressed i grabbed two things that just fit me liz how many stains were on the shirt that rick wore i didn't see any visible stains but when he asked me about his outfit I responded with, it's not great. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. And, and I, that's why I like you, Liz. Like, most people would be like, oh, you know, it's it's a look. Or, you know, they, they trigger code it. You just look, you didn't even look me in the eye. You just, like, looked at my, like, chest area, my shirt, and stared on it, fixated at it. Like, what am I looking at mm-hmm. was the look on your face. And you said, it's not great. It wasn't, didn't really look like you either. Like, I was 
taken aback at your choice. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, it was that bad. Yeah. You uh, you associated my uh, shorts as pajamas. Pajama yeah, they look bottoms. like pajama bottoms. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Which, did I not just shit on dads that go to right. the bus stop and go grocery shopping in pajamas? All the time. And that's where, like, vanity comes in, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's technically considered one of the seven deadly sins. Right. However, to a certain degree, to your point, a little bit of vanity is a good thing because you are protecting society <laughs> from coming out in your pajamas or your stained clothes or whatnot. So we should all have a certain level of vanity and pride in our appearance. I was going to yeah. say, I think there's a huge difference between vanity and giving a shit about the way you look when you walk out the door. <laughs> you also said pride. That's another that uh, yes. said. <laughs> but again, that ties into us judging society right. because if you don't judge, the bar just gets lowered and then idiots go out to coffee mm-hmm. with their friend in their pajama shorts like I did yesterday. Right. Will not do it again because I got called out, I got judged, and I can take it. I can dish it out and mm-hmm. I can take it. So I think that kind of sets up the... Uh, oh, and I guess the reason why we wanted to do uh, a vanity show is just to kind of, I don't know, I'm not the kind of guy that typically hires a professional photographer to come take pictures of me while I do a podcast or whatever, but today is a little different. Yeah, Hi, Allie. Let's talk about the <laughs> photographer in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've got Ali Parasic here from Rose and Rain Creative here in Medfield, and she is in studio with us taking pictures while we chat. Yeah, and it's not because we're vain. It's because we finally need to get a good website put up. We need some social media. Like Liz and I were talking yesterday, we've got a catalog of over 100 episodes now. It's been word of mouth predominantly. But it's Uh, also because we're vain. And Rick was like, what a power move this is going to be. Check this out. There's a photographer in the studio while we talk. My kids would call it a flex. A flex, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mike, how did you feel about the text going back about coordinating outfits. I noticed that you did not participate in the take oh a picture of what yeah. you want to wear. Yeah, okay. So it's text. like it's the the uh, back to school Eve here. Rick and Liz are sharing pictures of their outfits laid out on their beds of what they thought they might. And we're not talking like this is what I'm wearing tomorrow. We're talking like six options laid out on the bed. Here's option number one. Here's option. Uh, oh my god! That was all Liz. I had that two was, options: had, a gray suit and a blue suit. <laughs> and then, and then Rick is like coaching me on how to dress. Mm-hmm. He sends a text of what he's e- expecting me to show up in. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now well, I'm yeah. taking fashion notes I will say, from Rick, I, who shows was... up at Starbucks in pajama shorts <laughs> and a shirt that probably had. Uh, garage paint all over it. <laughs> if I was doing this podcast with two other women, though, there would have been like 25 outfits. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then it would have been, okay, well, if you're wearing the navy blue, then I won't. Right. I'll go with the raspberry. <laughs> yeah. raspberry. Raspberry was so 2008, right? 2009. Yeah, no, I don't know. Yep. All right. Well, that's enough about shitting on ourselves and uh, taking it down a notch. But folks at home, the Scuttlebuds, I just want you to know that we're going to talk about Dealing with vanity, you know, personal experiences, uh, observations in society. That's what we do. And uh, without further ado, let's hit that Ashanka. All right. Let's see. What's on our minds about vanity? (coughs) Selfie sticks. All right. Okay, that one's mine. I always feel like mine gets picked first. Do, that's, 
Do people still use selfie sticks? I was just going to say, I'm sorry, Raspberry was so 2008. It's funny you guys bring that up and you want to pressure me into like not being up to date. Yeah, apparently the selfie stick is still a thing because I was crossing the state border coming from New Hampshire into Massachusetts and I saw a couple, an elderly couple, older, you know, 60s. In front of the Massachusetts sign? They were in front of the Massachusetts sign. Their car Classic. was idling, pulling, pulled over on the shoulder, and yep. they had walked up a unmowed hill of, you know, two-foot-tall grass, and the husband and the wife, arm-in-arm, arm, smiling in front of the Massachusetts sign with a selfie stick, and I thought yep. two things. Oh my God. One, I've never seen anyone so excited to come to Massachusetts. <laughs> Usually, when I see this kind of arrangement in in a, a picture it usually says aloha in right. the back or welcome to the grand canyon which v- is weird because how did they drive into hawaii but <laughs> <laughs> did you notice the license plate on their car like where were they coming from that they were so excited to i don't know massachusetts you, pro- you know what probably i mean if there is going southbound and yeah. like if you're from maine or i don't know right. like i i can't justify it i don't care where you're from it's it's just massachusetts mm-hmm. and uh Guarantee they're not. They'll be taking more enthused picture of leaving Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> and then, what was your second thought? Second thought was, uh, you are risking your life for that picture. Pulling over and getting out of your car when people are doing anywhere between sixty-five and eighty-five miles an hour probably isn't the smartest thing mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, but yeah. Pixar, it didn't happen, Rick. Like, they're doing it for the gram, right? <laughs> they're like, right. check me out. Yes. I'm in Massachusetts, well, bitches, there are, and you're not. <laughs> right. To your point about safety, though, there are more than one story about Instagrammers and TikTokers who've died, like, yeah. trying to get the perfect selfie. Like, look at me on the edge of this cliff. Oops, I'm dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. my favorite are the ones that, like, <laughs> climb up the top of the like spire on yes. top of a, a skyscraper mm-hmm. and then whoopsie like yeah. oh wow i didn't see yeah. that one coming. <laughs> you know you know what we call that would have been cool though that's called natural selection yep i agree let's, let's just i and, you know someone's like how dare you say that listen the this this person willingly put themselves in grave danger to get a picture mm-hmm. that really nobody's going to care about right like, maybe you're you're like okay you have a half million followers but those half million followers also follow a half million other things you're just one of the things that they just scroll through i don't know i'm 46 and a half i'm like i sound like an old man actually you sound like you're four because you (laughs) added and a half but (laughs) (laughs) it's important how much is that in months (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, right god for another day over parenting like yes like oh this is my 32 month old you mean your three-year-old yeah just about don't make me do math yeah just tell me how old your kid is yeah 18 months you mean a year and a half like stop doing that you but in your head you're supposed to be like oh okay so that means he's at this benchmark right now yeah well that's all i wanted to say about the selfie stick. all right well the selfie stick is not dead folks all right let's see okay i need my glasses for this influencers with Barely more followers than me. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> I see you, fake influencer. If you're going to be wearing the hipster hat 
with the perfectly flat brim that for some reason you've angled way to the back of your head so it looks like a halo if I'm looking at you from the front. Mm -hmm. But really it just tells everybody that A, your hat doesn't fit properly and B, you don't know how to wear a hat. Um, Then please at least have more followers than me because I see you posing all around Salem way before October this starts. And I've seen it so many times. They're posing in front of all the key spots of Salem, but they wait until October to post it. So they're like, they, they do it when it's not busy so that when Salem is busy, they look like they're there. You're not there when you're claiming oh, to be there. Interesting. And you don't have that many followers. <laughs> like if you're going to pretend, if you're living the influencer lifestyle, you better be getting free stuff from companies promoting garbage that nobody wants And you better have way more followers than me. If you have, like, 600 followers, get out of here. (laughs) Stop pretending. You're not influencing anyone. what are we doing? (laughs) Because now now you're just being influenced, and you're like, okay, this is what I do. Here I am. I'm in front of the witch memorial, so I've got to take a photo of myself looking really cute in this hat. And, by the way, people died. So I'm going to take a picture right here because I'm in Salem. Right. Interesting point. Like the influencer is being influenced by what they're seeing. All of the other influencers. Mm-hmm. And yep. they're like, I want to do that, that influencer. Yes. That's I want to be that. Oh, my mind just blew up. Oh, yeah. It's very cyclical. It is. So how do you differentiate yourself as an influencer? Well, you need to have like at least, I would say if you have less than 10,000 followers, forget it. Yeah, you, you don't, don't have, get that you're not title. Influence. If yeah. you don't have that blue check mark. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what would be fun? We I, need standards here. I think it would be fun to be an influencer that just finds other influencers and then just holds the selfie stick with the influencer <laughs> over their shoulder while they can just commentate about how pathetically annoying that person is. Look at this idiot. He's going to die in three, two, okay, call 911. All right. So, Rick, you're going to enjoy this. There's an Instagram page called Influencers in the Wild. It's very funny. It is oh my just God. pictures and videos of these, like, influencers and half of them probably aren't, but it's just pictures and videos of people trying to get their perfect video slash photo, and yeah. it's, it's pretty funny. Yeah, the behind-the-scenes thing, like what you see you know, as a consumer of this stuff mm-hmm. is that great shot, right? The one of 300 right. pictures they took. But the I can imagine the video of, of the vanity just oozing out of their pores. Trying to get with, that perfect shot. And then right? re-looking at their pictures. Yeah. The poor boyfriend. I've, I've been on the... <laughs> I, I went to... We were up in Maine on a family vacation and we went during sunset. And mm-hmm. uh, there were 16 teenage girls or 20-somethings girls knee-deep in the water with posing and doing different things. And... Their sucker boyfriends oh all like taking pictures and after every third they they treated their boyfriends like shit. Like they would be like, do this, do that, do that. Then they would put on this bullshit grin and then <laughs> yep. then they then they take four or five pictures and clearly the boyfriend was not doing it. He's doing it all wrong. And she's like, Let me see. And then she'd go look at pictures of herself and I'm like and I said, Hey Rosie. Never be like them, please. Never, never. And Charlie, never get a girlfriend like that, okay? You, you, you can do better. It is very true because this is also something that happens in Salem all the time. You see the influencer walking around, yeah, and it's always either the boyfriend, like, holding all of her stuff <laughs> and taking all the pictures, yeah. or, like, an ugly friend doing the oh, same. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, we're just, we have to roll with the punches. 
A smear campaign is defined as a plan to discredit a public figure by making false or dubious accusations. It's also a kick-ass name for a band. That's right, Smear Campaign. Smear Campaign is a high-energy, top 40 cover band with over 100 songs in the repertoire. They specialize in live music entertainment for audiences of all ages. Top 40, throwbacks, rock, hip-hop, R&B, rap, classic, and more. Corporate events, block parties, and live events at venues all over Eastern Massachusetts and beyond. Follow Smear Campaign on Reverb Nation. If you've listened to this podcast for more than five minutes, you know a lot of things bug us. Things like the man bun, kidfluencers, kids' birthday parties, kids who cover pop hits but change the lyrics, personality hires, stupid TikTok trends, figure skating, self-checkout lines, and pumpkin spice, just to name a few. But want to know what bugs me the most? Bugs. That's right. Bugs bug me. Fortunately, I do have the power to remedy this problem, and so do you. APC Pest Control exists, so the bugs in your house don't. If you have bugs, or mice, or any other pest-type thing making itself at home, in your home, get APC Pest Control on the case. Visit them at apcpest.com. All right, hair restoration surgery. Why don't you guys go first? I want your hot takes on this. I'm fine with it. Are you asking like if by we restoration think it's okay? are we getting rid of rust and rechroming? <laughs> like what exactly are we reupholstering? I mean, chrome doming. Yeah. Re- no, Rest- is that a dad joke? Restoration. <laughs> <laughs> that one fell flat. Restoration is a pretty strong word. Uh, for- think of a guy with no hair on his head or thinning hair, and then mm-hmm. uh, hair over time just kind of re-shows up. That that. Process. Well, that's just part of the natural migration of hair, isn't it? <laughs> I think. <laughs> no, you lose hair and it doesn't come back naturally. Well, maybe some people. All right. So I guess I'm totally fine. Like, I'm, if it makes you feel better, it improves your appearance. So, you know, that's what you're looking for. 100% on board. Like, I don't look at that as any different than a girl getting breast implants. You know, she doesn't like her small boobs. She wants bigger boobs. It's not like, it's not like she's going to show up and people are going to think that those just grew overnight. Like it's obvious. Right. Yeah. But those boobs are more fun to look at than like the guy's (laughs) new hairline. Personally, that's just me as a heterosexual. But Liz sees them on equal footing of, oh, look, low self-esteem over here. Low (laughs) self-esteem. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever makes you happy. I would say as long as it's not like the hair that looks like it was stapled in, because there's that like creepy Victor- Victorian doll hair uh, that guys yeah, the get. Plug look, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is grotesque. I think that's early technology. Yeah, but that's a good idea gone horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, and I will also say what you're describing is also far better than. Uh, when you see the guy with a terrible toupee, yes, which they're still out there. Mm. I see them oh, yeah. all the time. Yep, yep. toupee guy, give it up. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're the, not fooling anybody. Yeah, the the, the Caesar esque kind of hair around the side and the back mm-hmm. is white, right, or grayed, but he's still a yep. he's still a redhead on right. top, <laughs> and it's just it's perched, it's yeah. perched on his head. Yeah, it's funny. So, what made you put that topic in well, there? Because you wanted our two cents on it, or do you have a strong feeling one way or the other? Sorry for burping under my breath there. I just <laughs> I just scarfed down three hard-boiled eggs because I'm starving. You ate hard-boiled eggs before you were coming into a small yeah, room to I'm record sorry. a podcast? Yeah, but I'm washing it down with Moxie, so it's going to neutralize. That, no. This is just 
farts and burps waiting to happen. <laughs> well, well it, it, that's what keeps us on schedule, right? right? Like we need to get done before the... F- well, I brought up the hair restoration mm-hmm. because I have to concede and I've never admitted or told anyone this, but I got that procedure done. And the funny thing is it takes about 18 months to fully regrow all the hair. And when did you have this done? I had this done right before COVID. Mm-hmm. So the idea was, hey, I'll get this going now. And then COVID. Oh, no. And then, uh, oh, no. This is before COVID. So 18 months. That's a slow progression. It'll it'll ease it. People mm-hmm. won't even notice. It'll, it'll sort of just be swept away with the memories of, of Rick's thinning yeah, wow, quarantine was so long, I forgot. Then, then freaking quarantine shows up, right? And it all started filling in during quarantine. So when I reemerged from quarantine, I have that, not a full head hair, but... A, more hair than... More hair. Mm-hmm. So people that had not seen me in some time, they, uh, it didn't, that whole like, oh, I hardly noticed mm-hmm. transition was gone. It was like, dude, what's up? What's going on? Oh, I don't know. So I thought that was funny. So, okay, <laughs> two, two things. One, I thought he's you guys never were... told anybody, but every time somebody says, hey, what's up? He's like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, well, at first... So he's told everybody. And also, hair restoration takes 18 months. That is yeah. Two, a human baby takes nine months. <laughs> and they usually come out with some hair. hair. <laughs> and you're telling me for a, a developed, fully formed human to regrow hair, it takes Two human gestation periods. This technology still needs some work. Yeah, it sounds in theory, like. your hair is supposed to grow like half an inch a month. I think. Yeah, but what you're doing is you are taking out the roots, you know, from the donor area, which is the back of the head, and then they your they, follicles. Yes, and they're they. It's gross. Like they. So you're just redistributing. Yeah. You're not restoring. Yeah. You're. It's. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's not get into the semantics. They move <laughs> it from one spot, put it in another spot, but they take like one, two, and three root follicle roots mm-hmm. and they do the ones in the front and then they do the twos and the threes in the head anyway were I, you pleased with the results well it's not like a full grown head of hair like it's still kind of but at least there's something mm-hmm. there you know like i was really going i was like i'm not gonna go like my grandpa like that was bald you mm-hmm. know I'm like, i don't want to do that so i have something <laughs> and i'm gonna cling to it uh you know i still have the bald spot i did this a little later than maybe i should have but uh yeah, I did it, and uh, I, I I felt like this is this is not characteristic of me. And I thought of my daughter, like I've got a daughter, and she's inevitably going to have body issues yep. mm-hmm. at some point, and I'm going to have to be the dad to comfort her or pump her tires and say, you should be happy just the way you are. And then she's mm. going to be like, but dad. Oh, fuck you, dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a you got a rug transplanted right. on your head. I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's different. I think it's fine. Okay. Do what you. makes you happy. All right, let's see. What I'm also else? getting breast surgery next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> These 42 A's are a little flat, and I want to pump them up. All right, this one's mine. Hot moms. So I thought of this. Yeah. We call them milfs. I don't know if this falls into the vanity category, but... Um, I was home one day. I got a text from a friend of mine who was at the pool at Kingsbury with her kids. And she was like, oh, I feel like such a loser here. All the cool, there's a bunch of cool moms here or whatever. And I was like, oh, what makes a cool mom? I go, I don't even know there are any cool moms at Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? She's like, oh, all these moms in their bikinis with their six packs chasing yes. after their toddlers. Yes. So then 
so then she, I could tell she was feeling a little down about herself. So then I text her back. I go, oh, they probably all got lipo paid for by their husbands who feel guilty about fucking their secretaries. You know? And like, obviously that's rude, crass, but I don't care. Yeah. Um, but like, she was feeling bad about herself because she was comparing herself to these other moms who she perceived to be more fit than her. And so I come back by insulting these women and yeah. say they got surgery because their husbands are cheating on them. It needed so, to be done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so... Again, as a woman of a certain age, you know, we are held to different standards than you guys are. We're constantly comparing and, you know, in preparation for this photo shoot, the first thing I thought of was, shit, I'm overdue for my Botox. <laughs> and, but uh, Allie, you're going to take care of that in post-production, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah the botulism filter. Yes, please. So, but, you know, I color my hair, I get my eyebrows waxed, I get Botox, whatever I work like. Are those all vain things or is that just me as a woman in my late 40s just trying to maintain some semblance of a decent appearance, you know? So, Do you I, remember um, in Cinderella when the mice are making the cake? No, excuse me. It's not Cinderella. I think it's um, Sleeping Beauty when the, when the, uh, the fairies are making the cake mm-hmm. and the cake starts to droop. And the icing's like sliding down and they're using a broom to prop it up. I think that's all that you're doing. You're, Thank you're you. trying to keep things together before it all falls apart. Yeah, you're, you're looking kind of droopy and uh, there's injections for that, I think is what Mike said. No, I get it. Um, I feel like there's an age appropriateness and if you got it, flaunt it and be happy with your body, whatever. I, I just feel like. Do what you want. Like mm-hmm. Selma Hayek, 53. Oh, my God. This is Mike's uh, hall pass. Ugh. She just celebrated her 53rd birthday in a bikini. Haven't seen it, but I can imagine she looks great in it. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know where Elle McPherson is today, but I I, I would put 100 bucks on her still being super hot. Mm-hmm. She's, she's my favorite. Yep. Uh, sometimes... I'll say this. I was at the Kingsbury once. I was reading a book. Yes, Mike, I read books. Whoa. And, <laughs> and uh, no pictures. And, I, you know, I'm reading the book and somebody's approaching me in my peripheral vision. I look up and it's this mom in a black bikini with, you know, their sunglasses. And I just was like, wow. And she goes, hello, Rick, and sits down next to me and starts talking to me. And I'm like, well, I look like the cool guy at the at the pool. Right. But then I'm like. If you wanted to really look cool, you should have totally blown her off and just kept reading your book. (laughs) That would have been, as the kids say, a flex. That's right. Yeah, Um, hey. Or or like, hey, where's your cover up? You know, like, but I I, I thought, I wasn't like, wow. I was like, huh. I mean, I know we're at the pool, but like, if you're going in social mode, I mean, you could put something on. I don't know. It just, I don't walk around in my, in my Speedos, you know. Plural? You wear right. two at a time? <laughs> I bring a couple. Like so, I do a, I do a wardrobe change. Yeah. You know? So do you feel like when oh, like when women get to a certain age, like the bikini is no longer age appropriate? No, even if you can pull it off? No, or? remember I was saying a couple episodes ago, uh, yeah, I, I encouraged my mm-hmm. wife to get the tankini and then she that launched her and now she got just the top. Oh, and I was oh, like, Leslie. hey. Yeah, and and that was not- No a, bottoms though, just the top? Yeah, yeah, no bottoms. We have a no bottom policy when the kids are gone and we're still- <laughs> <laughs> ask me ask me sometime about the time when my in-laws were babysitting the kids and they uh were skinny dipping in our hot tub and locked themselves out of the oh, house oh you told me that story. yeah yeah that's a good that's one that's horrifying yeah i haven't <laughs> swam in that pool ever since but all right uh, i think we've got one more let's see 
Car makeup lady. <laughs> car makeup lady. I'm just trying to, I'm just, like, what does that even mean? Oh. Is she putting her makeup on oh, in the car? Okay. Yes. Yeah. At the red it's light? The la- oh, if you're lucky, she's <laughs> at a red yeah. light. I see it all the time where they're just driving, but actively. Ladies, I get it. I'm always running behind. I'm always behind schedule. I get it. Mm-hmm. However, when you're driving your giant white SUV, it's not the best time to be like, let me do this mascara where I have to stretch yeah. my mouth like this to do it, and I have to look up. You're looking up. I've seen yeah. it in stop and go traffic on the mass pike like a thousand times. Ugh. And I have put on makeup in the car, but mm-hmm. it was at a red light. I yeah. have gotten the beep. It is really important <laughs> yeah. that you look good when the EMTs show up to the scene of the crash. That's right. That's right. It's kind of like the maternity pictures. Woman just uh, was in labor labor for like 12 hours and mm-hmm. she's getting her picture taken and she looks like hair and makeup just left right. the room. Yeah. It's like, come on. And you, you are losing. You just, you just, this is a miracle. You mm-hmm. just, congratulations. You made it to the finish line. You just <laughs> produced a, a perfectly healthy newborn child and instead of holding and, and just hugging the shit out of them you need to get your compact and powder your mm-hmm. nose but that's, that's not the weird part to me the weird part is that the baby she's cradling is within a head of lettuce like an Ann Gettys photo <laughs> <laughs> those are super creepy yeah, that's so look weird. what I grew in my garden yeah. it's well, a baby <laughs> let's go call Liz out for her admission about doing this makeup stuff in the car herself. Yes. you got the horn well yeah because I was paying more attention to applying my mascara than I was to the light turning green I think this is where so. we're supposed to shit on you, right? Yeah, like, feel free. I like, deserve it. That's wrong. It is. Uh, but power to the person that honked at you. Was it followed up with a hand gesture? No, or, just the beep a, beep. And then yeah. I gave the wave like, sorry. And were you uh, not going when you were supposed to? Correct. Or, okay. I was not going when I was supposed okay, to. Okay, so it was because you weren't paying attention. Right. It okay. wasn't because... I was not paying attention because I was applying my makeup. Okay, but they didn't know what the reason for the delay Probably was. they couldn't. No, I don't oh, think they okay. could see. Okay, No. Because that would that would be impressive. I would I would like to see more people do that. Go, textbook distracted driving though. Mm-hmm. Just hang on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, got my uh, what is it? My Mac compact. Yes, I, I almost said I Mac does. Jones, and I was yeah. like, no, wrong <laughs> reference. Hold on, he does not do makeup ads. <laughs> Um, do we have any more? That is it. Okay, Liz has a yes. real job, <laughs> and she has a meeting. Ten thirty meeting. Okay, got to roll. Right. Thanks, scuttlebuds. Yeah, and by the way, you look great. Okay, so you you don't have to fix your makeup. Just get to your destination safely. <laughs> Allie, do you mind just having a seat here? Because I do want to ask you one question. I saw your portfolio. I just think it's fabulous. And thank you. Uh, you are very talented. You have that that I don't know what it like. I'm a uh, photography enthusiast. I don't want to brag, but I'll be featured at the Starbucks this November. <laughs> I've seen your photos of the state hospital. They're oh, very very well done. Okay, thank you. I had fun with that project. Um, one of the themes, you do um, maternity photos and you do uh, like engagement photos and um, family. I do families, newborn, mm-hmm. maternity. You have to get closer to the mic. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, families, newborn, maternity, uh, branding like we're mm-hmm. doing today. Mm-hmm. Um, things I call empowerment, which is sort of boudoir. Uh, I was going to say, is it, that the boudoir pictures? Yeah. Um, I just kind of am trying to rebrand that whole thing. But, um, yeah, and then um, that's pretty much it. I occasionally do 
engagement. Um, I've done one wedding. I was terrified, and I don't think I need to go down that path again. Yeah. Why give up all of your weekends in the summer when you exactly, could be hanging out yeah. with your kids? kids. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're an established photographer. Yeah. You, you're above that. I don't need that. Um, the one question I have, though, is uh, I saw some pictures of a scantily clad mom breastfeeding a kid in the golden hour yep. in a wheat field or something. Sure. Artistically, it's it's eye-catching. It tells a story. Um I got to ask, though, where does this photo exist? It's for her. It's for the right, mom. but what does she do with it? I think maybe she puts it on her bedroom wall. Really? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. You know, I think for something like that, it's that, that for moms, that mm-hmm. time is so fleeting and quick, and they just want to have something to look back on it. And, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm there to provide that beautiful moment that really doesn't exist in every day. <laughs> Of course, like it's so fake, but um, you know, I think you go through so much becoming a new mom or a mom again, second time over, third time, fourth, mm-hmm. um, and that is just something for them to make themselves feel better. And I'm happy to do it. I mm-hmm. love to do it. I love making women feel good about themselves. Um, and why not? It's art. Yes, it is it, art. You know, it is art. Uh, it looks good on your website. It looks, but I just like I was thinking to myself, where does it? Do they put this in the family room? Like, is this Probably the dining not. room? Like, <laughs> it seems like a very personal, it's personal. photo. And yeah. then also, I, I think about that kid when he's sixteen or seventeen. Yep. It's like, mom, can we lose the photo? My yeah. friends are kind of making fun of it. I don't know. And so, photos like those that you see on my website rarely are they from um, people who live here in Medfield. Yeah, we, a lot of times they're on uh, retreats that I go on or mm-hmm. a shootout that I do people that have given permission for her stuff to be there. Well, that's your nice. job includes something that you get to call a shootout. That is awesome. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't say that's awesome, but well, because yeah. like if you're a police officer and you hear the word shootout, that's not cool. But like for the lay person getting to be like, yeah, I got a shootout today. Yeah. Shootout. Yeah. I mean, when I go hiking, you know, during the golden hour, which is like just before sunset, um, yeah, I don't see any of these topless women no. breastfeeding, and I'm I, I got my <laughs> eyes healed. And he's I am brought looking. his binoculars. Yeah, I am. I got my not for lack of trying. <laughs> yeah, like where are they? Where is this place? And they're usually not in long, beautiful gowns that, that are. That's right. Not meant for right. I mean, those yeah. things just. Uh, I just <laughs> feel like that's a lot of ticks coming home with you with that yeah. dress on. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, how long have you been a photographer? Uh, that, well, I have a BFA in photography. Um, I went to school for it, so I'm not a mom tog. I hate that word. Yes. Thank oh, you. I, no. Okay, I'm glad we brought that up because, yeah, you are not one of those No, I people. am not a mom tog. I don't want to ever be called that. I cringe at it. Um, I've had a whole career before this mm-hmm. working in fashion in New York, so I this is what I went to school for. I took yes. a little time off, you know, but... Um, yeah. yeah, you you want to start a family? I think Started that's probably family, what. Moved a few times. Yeah, renovated a house. So yeah, and now you're back in. So yeah, okay. I've never heard the term mom talk. I was gonna but, say, but it makes all the sense. And and Mike, you and I have talked about all the moms that you know their their kids go to school. They need a hobby. They they get a camera. They get the good stuff. They um, maybe do an online class or something, or they just get out and shoot and practice. Yep. And then they and get, then they're like, they, they I get, have a blog now. It's yeah. what I do. Yeah, or I, perhaps I you've heard of it. I'm all over Pinterest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But your photos are distinctly on a whole new level. Thank you. Yeah, I've tried really hard to separate myself from what you typically would see here in New England. Mm-hmm. So, 
Would you say on a scale of one to ten, how vain are Liz, myself, and Mike from the uh, from this photo shoot experience with us? Were we good subjects? You were, were we great cool? subjects. You guys came prepared, ready to go for it. We did the some texting. Was on point. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but compared to most people, how vain are we? No, you're. I, hey. We're, are we average? Vain, right? We're av- we're only average. Yeah, right? we're only- <laughs> That's hurting my ego. Damn. Okay. <laughs> well, hang on. Right. Well, Allie, thank you very much. Thank we you really so appreciate much. it. This was a pleasure. All right, Mike, what do you say uh, you, you get us out of here? All right. What did we learn today? Selfie sticks still exist. They're out there. Whether you're taking a picture of yourself entering Massachusetts or maybe you're uh, taking your, your picture in the Azores, you might be using a selfie stick if you're wildly outdated and still trying to get your money's worth from that $15 Amazon purchase. Uh Influencers, if you don't have a lot of followers, stop pretending to be an influencer. It's as simple as that. Like, we all know that the algorithm is a very powerful thing. We're all trying. But um, draw the line. Know whether you're a leader or a follower. And hair restoration takes two baby gestation periods. <laughs> and if, if I learned anything today, it's that a woman can make a baby... In half the time that a man can make half a head of hair. That is so funny. And that is incredible. They really are the, the better sex, apparently. <laughs> they are, they yeah. can make a whole human. Mm-hmm. And Rick could make <laughs> most of a head of hair. So nice, nicely done, ladies. You win this round. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. We here at Small Town Scuttlebutt love that you listen to us every week. If you like what you hear, go support the businesses that help support us. Like APC Pest Control, Larkin's Liquors, Mario's Lawn Care, Perez Martial Arts, Medfield Village Cleaners, Royal Pizza, Park Street Books, Smear Campaign, and Mike Page Studios.